directly into the message, guys. I was looking for um, my client to see what she on tonight because actually a conversation with her inspired this message on tonight, but I'm pretty sure she'll catch the replay if so. All right. So yeah, God has given me a great message on tonight and I'm so excited to share it with you all. For those of you who are new tuning in, um, this is not your average Bible study. You are welcome to read if you would like. You are welcome to um, uh, come up off of your cameras if you feel comfortable. There's no pressure. You don't have to. Um, if you have any questions, just put them in a the chat. Normally towards the end of prayers and Bible study, we do take in prayer requests. Um, so you guys are welcome to be free. We are family. We've been doing this since September of 2019. September of last year, I believe. Yes. And so we're family. And so we like to have it like a family-like environment. Feel free to comment in the chat as you please. All right. So one that this, this, like I said, this message on tonight, it was inspired, um, you know, by me speaking to one of my coaching clients. And I felt like this was be so great to share with you all. And without going into too much detail, she shared with me her frustration with her being consistent and putting in the work, you know, and doing everything that she needed to do, but still not selling any products or still not seeing the results or still not reaping the benefits of that consistency of what she had been, you know, sowing into the ground. And so I explained to her that in seasons, in the seasons where we are sowing the seeds, in the seasons where we are planting the seeds are not, will not always be the seasons where we reap the harvest. In seasons where we are planting the seeds, where we are sowing, it will not always be the same season where we reap the harvest. So this message is so important on tonight. And if it's implemented, it will shift your life in the right way. And so we are note takers. We are those who stand on what we go over. We don't gather in vain. And so if you are a note taker, be sure to take notes. Um, be sure to take notes so that you can go home and so that you can implement this message. All right. All right, here we go. So our study, okay, yeah. Well, let me give you guys the topic. Forgive me, guys. Um, I am moving back and forth between Zoom as well as Facebook. But my topic on tonight is seed time harvest. Somebody put that in the chat for us. Seed time harvest. Seed time harvest. That is my topic on tonight. And in a way, I did seed plus time equals harvest. Seed plus time equal harvest, but our, my message on tonight is seed time harvest. If someone can just type that in the chat for us, that'll be great. Thank you so much, Jen. So our study, thank you, Kiosha. Our study scriptures on tonight, I am going to be in Genesis 1, 11 through 12. Genesis 1, 11 through 12. Another one is going to be Mark 4, 26 through 29, Proverbs 11 and 24, and Proverbs 14 and 23. All right, perfect. 
Perfect, perfect, perfect. I love how y'all are all working together in the chat. Told y'all we're like family over here. All right, so the first chapter of Genesis contains what some may call the law of seed time harvest, the law of seed time harvest. If you get a good understanding of this, it will help you understand God's ways. And it'll also help you understand so much of how life works. The law of seed time harvest is God's method. The law of seed time harvest is God's method. So let's look at Genesis 1, 11 through 12 really quick. Genesis 1, 11 through 12. All right. Do we have any readers on tonight? Anybody want to jump in and read Genesis 1, 11 through 12? If you do, just um, unmute yourself and go ahead and read. Genesis 1, 11 through 12. If not, I'll definitely go ahead and do it. All right. So let's Go ahead and get started. So when God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind and God saw that it was good and I think the the phrase that's going to stick out in that scripture is whose seed is in itself because we're going to touch on that a little bit but let's go over to Genesis 8 20 through 22 really quick I don't think I gave y'all that but let's go over to Genesis 8 20 through 22 really quick Genesis 8 20 through 22 All right. So, and Noah offered burnt offerings on the altar and the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. While the earth remaineth seed time and harvest in cold and heat in the summer and winter in the day and night shall not cease. Based on these scriptures, this is a method that God has chosen for us on the earth. Based on these scriptures that I just read, this is a method that God has chosen for us on the earth. And it will remain that way as long as we are here. As long as we are here. Don't miss this message on tonight, guys. This is God's method of seed time harvest. Everything produces after its kind and the seed is in itself. I told y'all where we were going to go back to that. Everything produces after its own kind and the seed is in itself. It works that way with every single thing that we do. It works that way in relationships. It works that way with every single thing that we do. For example, the seed of strife, the seed of strife is strife in itself. The seed of strife is strife in itself. The seed of discord is discord in itself. So if you sow seeds of strife or if you sow seeds of conflict, it will create more seeds of conflict. If you sow seeds of love, 
you will reap love in return. The seed is in itself. Does that make sense on tonight? I hope I am making sense to you guys. The seed is in itself. The seed is in itself. The seed is in itself. And I know that many of you are probably thinking, how does this apply to me? How does this apply to me? We are about to get ready and get into the good stuff. This is only the breakdown. But remember, the seed is in itself. This is this is all biblical. We may have heard things like what goes around comes around or you get what you put out, but this stuff is Bible. This is biblical. Let's look at Mark 4, 26 through 29 really quick. Mark, I, can, I can read that one. All right, go ahead for me, Kiosha. Mark 4, 26 through 29. Hey, Cherie, I got okay. on tonight. Oh, well, go ahead, Kiosha. All right. He also said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. A man scatters seed on the ground night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows. Um, though he does not know how, all by itself, the soil produces gain, grain, first the stalk, then the head, then the full candle in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. Yes, yes, yes. And um, as I was studying that earlier, I highlighted, as I was studying that earlier, I highlighted the word itself. And I also highlighted the, the last ending of the scripture. Okay, thank you so much, Katie. I highlighted itself and I highlighted the end of that scripture, which says the harvest has come. The harvest has come. So as she, hold on one second, guys. Amen. Hallelujah. So back to the scripture. I highlighted the word itself. And at the end of it, I highlighted the harvest has come. And so this is what the kingdom of God is like. If a man scatters seeds on the ground, night and day, whether he sleeps or whether he is awake, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how it's going to happen, though he does not know when it is going to happen. All by itself, it happens. The soil produces grain. And then it goes in detail and it gives the process. It says first the stalk, then the head, then the full kernel in the head. As soon as the grain is ripe, he puts the sickle to it because the harvest has come. Did you see that? Did you see that? It says as soon as the man begins to scatter seeds on the ground, it says night and day, it doesn't matter if he sleep or whether or not he is woke, but when he scatters that seed on the ground, the seed is going to go and do what the seed is going to do. And there's a process that takes place in the midst of all of that before the harvest comes, before the harvest comes. Let me see, Jen, you always got the good commentary. Let's see, Jen's Bible says, Genesis 8 of 22, to overcome life problems, reach your potential in life, see your life become fruitful, multiply, replenish. That is in health, finance, spiritual renewal, family, or your entire being. Determined to follow God's law or seed time, all of seed time and harvest. Sow the seed of his promise in the soil of your need. That is so good. Sow the seed of his promise in the soil 
of your need. That is so good. That is so good. So, so good. Jen, Jen, I probably asked you this before, but put the name or the title of your Bible, the Bible that you have in the chat. I think that is a great book for us to go out and get because that Bible, that Bible that Jen has, it, it breaks it down in such a deep way. I believe you gave it to me before, but yes, back to the text, back to the text. We are the ones planting the seeds. You, yes, that's it, New Spirit Field Life Bible. We are the ones planting the seeds. We are the ones planting the seeds. You and I, we are the ones planting the seeds. We plant seeds mentally. We plant seeds physically. We plant seeds spiritually. And we plant seeds verbally. Let me repeat that. We plant seeds mentally, we plant seeds physically, we plant them spiritually as well as verbally. What we put our hands to do, what we speak out of our mouths, the thoughts that we think, the thoughts that we work up in our minds, our spiritual makeup, all of those are seeds. It goes into the heart, which is the human spirit. It goes out into the world, and that is where it begins to grow. And that is where it begins to produce. Why do you think when you start, when you start thinking, have you ever been mad at someone, somebody really, really got under your skin and you started to say to yourself, I'm not even going to say anything. But the longer you sat there and dwelled on that thought, the longer you sat there and meditated on how upset and frustrated you were, eventually when you saw that person, especially in a relationship or your siblings or cousins or your spouse or your partner, your boyfriend, whatever, especially the longer you sit there and meditate on that thought, as soon as you come across them, you start shooting, you start shooting arrows of fire. You start shooting arrows because you have sat there and allowed those thoughts. You're right, Katie, the festering. You have allowed that stuff to go down to your heart, which is your human spirit, and come out of your mouth and go into the atmosphere. And it all started with the thought. It all started with the thought, which was a seed that you planted and you watered that seed. And it went down to your heart and it came out of your mouth. Yeah, all of this stuff is biblical. It's all in the Bible. And it all makes sense. All makes sense. Seed time and harvest is a process of exchange. Seed time and harvest is a process of exchange. If you desire to reap a harvest of any kind, it has to be preceded by sowing the relevant seed that is required. If you desire to reap a harvest of any kind, you must, you must, must, must sow that seed first. Whatever seed it is, you must sow the seed first. It is a very simple but profound life principle. Very simple but profound. Farmers understand this, and so do most successful people in the world. They understand the law of sowing and reaping. They understand the law of seed time harvest. Yes, seed, seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest is a process of exchange. Process. 
Oh, let me type that for y'all. Yes. Process of exchange. It's a process of exchange, meaning what you sow, you reap. It's a process of exchange. Whatever you are putting in the ground, whatever you are sowing, you want to reap that same thing. That's what it is. If you want to receive something, if you want to receive something, anything, you must give, you must put out what you want. And we know that that can either be good or that can be bad. That can either be good or it can be bad. Let's think about farmers for a second. Let's think about farmers for a second. Don't, don't confuse this message to be about money because you'll miss it if you're thinking that that is the only thing that we're speaking about here. But let's think about farmers for a second. If the farmer wants to harvest corn, he sows what? Corn seeds. The more corn seeds he sows, the more corn he can harvest. Yeah, absolutely. The more corn seeds he sows, the more corn seeds he can reap and harvest reap and harvest reap harvest or produce reap harvest or produce so take a moment right in this second take a moment and ask yourself what is it that i want out of life what is it that i really want out of life and then turn around and take inventory and ask yourself what is it that i am putting out what is it that I am putting out? What type of seeds am I sowing? Ask yourself, what is it that I want out of life? And then take inventory and then turn around and ask yourself, what am I putting out? What is it that I am putting out? I'm going to give y'all a quick example really quick. And I posted this on my story. So if you're following me on social media, then you've already uh, seen this today. Yes, what type of seeds are we sowing? I posted this on my story today. This is a true story. It just happened today. Uh, many of you know that I stepped out um, on faith, stepped out into full-time entrepreneurship, um, pursuing my purpose and passion. So back in November, before I even left my job, I set different goals. I, I set different goals. But one goal in particular that I set, I did not know how that goal was going to happen or I did not know how that thing was going to come into fruition. I did not know when, based on what I was hearing from my coach and from my mentor, these type of things don't happen as quickly. So for me, like I said, in November, I wrote down on my paper, I wrote down on my wall, I have sticky notes all around, I even put it in my, um, my cell phone, my notepad, that I want to or I will join the elite team, or I will be a part of the elite coaches. That may not mean nothing to you guys, but elite coaches in the um, community that I am a part of is one, some of the top coaches, some of the top coaches based off of their stats, based off of their performance. I don't know. Many My family is on here. My cousins, Kiosha, they'll tell you, I've always just been a high achiever. I, I just always go after things that I want. So like I said, I joined the community and back in November, I set a goal. I was like, I will be a part of the elite coaches. 
didn't know how it was going to happen, didn't know when, but I got the text today or I got the message today saying congratulations on your nomination of being selected in interview to be an elite coach. We recognize what you've been doing. We've seen the work that you've been putting in. We see what you've been producing. So congratulations. So this Thursday, I get to get on the phone with one of the top people in this community that I am in, me, me, you know what I'm saying? A person that stepped out on faith. I can get so emotional talking about this, but we're not going to go there tonight. <laughs> Everybody know that I am a super crybaby, but those of you who know me, you know that I stepped out on faith. Like literally, I did not know how God was going to move, but I took a note of everything everything in my phone. I recorded the date and the time that I left my job. Even before I left my job, I, I received prophecies. I received words. I have all of that in my phone, just saying, you know, soon you're going to be coming off of your job and people are going to begin booking you left and right. People are going to begin to seek you out for speaking engagements. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, God, you know, that's fine. I'm going to go ahead and put it in my folder or in my notepad, which I do under my, um, <laughs> I have so many folders in my phone, no cap. But I said, I would go ahead and just put it there. I think I have a prophecies folder or something like that. Yeah. And then it was just so many different prophecies back to back from November to currently of people just telling me what the Lord placed on their heart for my life. And those things began to happen. So again, I joined this community. Yes, I joined this community of people, so many different people, high performers, me coming in, not knowing much, but I knew that I had a, a, a gift that God gave me and I knew that I had passion to do what God created me to do. And so today I got the text message saying, congratulations, you being nominated. We're going to speak with you Thursday on how to move forward so that you can be a leader the leader that you are. And so that blessed me. And I just wanted to let you know that that did not happen just because. Starting this year, I think even in December, like I said, me leaving my job, that was an act of faith. And I'm not telling anybody to do what I did because I specifically had a word from God and I specifically knew that it was my time to step into what he called me to do. And so January, February, January was a hard month for me. It was difficult because I had been used to um, being on a nine to five. So I had to revamp my mindset in the way that I thought in the way that I felt about certain things. So it was a very hard month for me. I cried a lot and I was just like, God, you know, did I do this in the right time? Come February. February was an excellent month for me. It was one of the first months of my life where I grossed 10K in one month. And my goal, that was another one of my goals. I have that on my wall, that it would be easy for me to make 10K per month. That's just the beginning. I wrote that not knowing how things like that would happen because I've never seen that amount of money before. It used to take me years, a year to make something like that. But I wrote that on my wall. And not only did I write it, I just began to do the work. I began to show up. 
I began to stay up late, get up early if I need to. I booked a flight to Texas to be a part of the other elite coaches, the other millionaires, the other people who I aspire to be like. I, I took actionable steps and I, I sowed seeds in the ground. I began to sow into people. I began to coach people without charging them. I began to put good seeds in the ground. And as a result of that, I started to reap the harvest. So this is not a message for me to brag, but it's just to show you guys that what we talk about, what we read about in the Bible, it's just not only scripture. These things can happen for us. It is happening for us and it can also happen for you as well. Happen for you as well. All right, so enough with the mushy stuff. But I just wanted to share that testimony with you guys that God is good, you know, he, he is amazing. He is amazing. He is a promise keeper. So yeah, so if you want to receive anything, you must put out what you want. So again, take a moment to ask yourself, yes, take a moment to ask yourself, what is it that I want out of life? And, and then what is it that I am putting out? You may want to get wealthy or you may want to become wealthy, but what type of seeds are you sowing? What type of seeds are you sowing? What are you putting out? Are you tithing? That's one thing about me, and that's one thing that I've always done ever since I found out the principle of tithing. That's one thing that I've, I've always tithed. I've always been a sower or a giver. That is one thing that was spoken over my life even before I understood the, the law and the principle behind it. I remember, um, you guys may know Ebony. I used to work with her at my corporate job, but I remember she spoke that word over my life maybe six or seven years ago. And she was like, God has given you the anointing to give. You are a giver. And at that time, I was broke as a joke. I was raising my siblings and I didn't have no money. At that time, I, told, I tell you guys this story all the time. I was eating noodles every day for lunch. So at that time when she was like, God has given you an anointing to be a giver I was like okay girl but over the time it began to show how God created me to be that way and I just began to tithe I began to sit at my desk and tithe and just write about the principles of giving and so that's just what I did so you may want to be wealthy or become wealthy but what type of seeds are you sowing are you being a good steward of your money? Are you being a good steward of your time? Are you investing into yourself? Are you gaining more knowledge on not only how to get wealthy, but how to stay wealthy? The law of seed time harvest can be applied to so many different areas in your life, not only to money, not only to giving money and receiving money, but the law of seed time harvest. I'm going to show you how this can be applied to every area of your life. It can be applied to every area of your life, every area of your life. All right, so Proverbs eleven twenty four says, Proverbs eleven twenty four says, oh, Katie, you were reading that, right? Are you still- I was, unless you wanna go ahead and read it. No, go ahead. Hold on, Betty. <laughs> One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but comes to poverty. Yes, 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 yes. One person gives freely, but they gain even more. Another person withholds excessively. They withhold a lot, but they come to poverty, but it comes to poverty. So poverty is not only about money and giving is not only about money. Jess, I got your mom logging in. Yes, come on, Rhonda, come on in. 
Come on in. Yes. So poverty is not only about money. Giving is not only about money. The scripture says when one person gives freely, they gain even more. When one person gives freely, they gain even more. So the question today is this. The question today is this. What are you willing to give today? What are you willing to sacrifice today? What are you willing to sow today to gain more and better tomorrow? What are you willing to give today? What are you willing to sacrifice today? What are you willing to sow today to gain more and to gain better on tomorrow? Again, don't get this message confused with money. You guys are rolling in deep tonight. We still got people jumping on. Don't get this message confused with money, guys. This applies to other areas of your life. To have good relationships, you need to be good to other people. Yes, you can sell your time too. To have good relationships, you need to be good to other people. If you want good relationships, be good to other people. Be a good person. Have good character. To, be, to better your skills in your profession. To better your skills in your career. Begin to teach others what you know. Begin to teach others what you know. And as a result of that, someone will teach you what you don't know to help you advance to a higher position. My God, don't miss this. If you want to know better, if you want to better your skills, if you want to better who you are. And I know we live in a world where we put a price on everything. Trust me, I am not against money. Regardless of what people say, regardless of the way people see money, it took me a long time to develop the money mindset that I have. I used to think because I was a Christian that I had to live less than or that God wanted to see me down and out and broke and struggling. But we know that the blessings of the Lord, they make it rich and they add no sorrow. And this is not a prosperity gospel. Don't get it twisted. And for those of you who are always saying that people are teaching prosperity gospel every time they talk about a dollar, you need to go back and be re-educated on what prosperity gospel is. This is the gospel of abundance. How many of you know that abundance is your birthright? Let me hear you in the chat, in the comments. If you know that abundance is your birthright, if you know that God did not create you to struggle and go through hell, if you know that your father did not create you to struggle and go through hell. Let me hear you in the comments. Come on, let me hear you in the comments. One thing about Lakeisha Cody, if you are connected to me, if you are attached to me, you are you will never say again that you will be broke, that you that you will live a life of poverty. I've been through enough poverty. I've struggled enough to the point where I got hard times tattooed on my back when I was 17 because I had been through so much hell. I had been through so much hard times. I did not see a way out. And at that time, my mentality was so low to the point that I thought that that will always be my 
my story and that will always be my life. Hallelujah. But I have that tattooed on my back. I'm going to eventually get it covered up or I'm going to add hard times don't last always because I'm a living example that they don't. And for many of you who are speaking things like that over your life, many of you who are speaking hard times and poverty over your life, begin to come out of agreement with that poverty. Begin to come out of it. Stop. Y'all got me talking about something else, but stop calling your children, your little broke best friends. Stop saying things that like you are always broke or I don't never have any money or this is just the way that I am. This is just how it is. Whatever you got to do, flee from poverty. Flee from people who are always complaining about what they don't have. I had to shift and I had to move and relocate so that I could develop a different money mindset, a different mindset in general. I used to have a fixed mindset. I used to think that the way that I was or the things that I went through, what do people say? This is just the cards that I was dealt. I used to think that about my life. Until I realized that God created me to be a creator. He created me. He gave us the power to go out and create the life that we want. Are y'all with me on today? Come on. Come on. A lot of people say and, and have said several different times, you know, why you don't charge for this? Why you don't charge for that? Trust me. I charge because I understand that it's a principle to charge for certain things, but I'm also a giver. I sold into people in areas that I can sow, and I charge in areas that God has called me to charge. So people that go into business, they go into business so that they can get more time and financial freedom. So in order to get more time and financial freedom, what do you think that they got to sow in the beginning? If they want to get more time and financial freedom in the beginning, when they first start a business, and this is what messed most people up in the beginning, you think it's going to be all peaches and cream and, and traveling and doing all of this stuff. But you got it, Kiosha. If they want more time and financial freedom in the beginning of going into entrepreneurship or in the beginning of starting a business, you have to sow time and you have to sow money. You have to sow time and you have to invest money if you want to get that time and freedom that you are looking for. Like I asked you guys before, what person are you willing to become today in order to sustain the person that you need tomorrow? Who are you willing to be today? What are you willing to do today to sustain and become the person that you want to be tomorrow? A goal without a plan is just a wish. A goal without a plan is just a wish. We can wish all day. And a lot of us are just wishing. We are wishing for a better house. We are wishing for a better car. We are wishing for a good husband. We are wishing for many things. But if you look at your actions every single day, you are not sowing anything. You won't even read a self-help book. You won't even look or watch a YouTube video to better yourself. I may be stepping on some toes tonight, and I guarantee you, this is not in my message, but this must be Holy Spirit. We are in the month of March, and I'm telling you right now, the rest of this year, it will look the same way if you don't get a grip on the actions, on the actions that you are taking every single day. Every day. 
Who are you willing to become today to be the person that you want to be tomorrow? Who are you willing to become? My little sister, she's not on here. I got five sisters. There's so many of us. I got six technically because my sister Jazz, she's on. Her mom, Rhonda, she already know. I love Jazz. That's our sister too. That's our, that's our extra sister. I got so many siblings. My sister, um, yes, Jen, come on, Jen. You Listen, we got Jen said she a part of the crew too. So we got seven. We got seven. <laughs> we got seven. Yes. No, we got eight. So, yes. <laughs> Listen, one of my sisters, Shantiria, and she may get, she's really shy. She's not on tonight. But one of my sisters, Shantiria, she is left-handed. Listen, and she really don't know how to braid hair. But this girl taught herself how to braid. I could not be more proud. I know that we, um, I'm a braider. My sister, Talisha, she's a braider. And some of my other sisters, they can do all right. They all right, but I'll probably be the best. I'm just going to say that. I'm just playing. But no, for her to teach herself how to braid, she may have thought about it and she may have said, you know, I want to know how to braid or I want to become a braider. But she sat down and I watched her buy a mannequin head and I watched her watch YouTube videos on how to braid. She taught herself, girl, Riri, I'm teaching my siblings. They need to get in order. But listen. They really need to get in order. But she taught herself how to braid. This is what I'm talking about, about putting in the work by taking actions. I knew and I still know that I want, I don't only want to be a millionaire. I want to be a multimillionaire. I'm going to be a multimillionaire, but I got to look and I got to measure my actions. I got to see what am I doing every single day. This morning when I got up, I wanted to stay in bed because I stayed up late working on my website and I stayed up late reaching out to new potential clients. And I was so sleepy this morning, but I got up and I did what was necessary. I know that I'm a community leader and I know that I'm the leader of the praying single mom. And I know that on Tuesdays, we have our Bible studies. When my, my other uh, leaders, Amanda or Kiosha is not teaching, I teach. And I knew that tonight was my time to teach. So I knew that I had to study. I am sowing seeds in order to reap the harvest. What is the harvest from that? To see, to, to be able to share this information or share this knowledge or share the word with you guys so that as a result, you can go out and multiply this word and do what it is that God has created you to do. So I've gotten so far off on my message. So let me just, let me just get back. Let me just get back. So the investment that you make the investment that you make will always come back to you in a greater measure than what you sow. The investment, the seed that you sow, the investment that you make, this is not only about money. This is also about time. This is about your thoughts. This is about your actions. This is about what you are speaking. The investment that you make, it will always come back to you in a greater measure than what you sow. As long as you understand this principle, and do not violate it. Your life will be rich with experience, filled with peace and happiness. As long as you understand the principle, 
of sowing and reaping, the principle of seed time harvest. Understanding that if you sit there and soak up and binge watch TV all 24 hours of the day, don't cry tomorrow. Don't cry tomorrow and say, God never does anything for me. Or if God ain't never did, if God never does anything else for me, he's done enough. He has done enough. But what are you doing? I love TV. I love me a good reality TV show. I love Netflix. I do. But when I first stepped out on my job, when I first stepped out, I had to shut down TV. When my sister and them were talking about power and when they were all my cousins, they was talking about ghosts and they was talking about all these things. I was like, man, that stuff sounds so good. But I know what I got to do. I know the goal. I still ain't caught up on the episodes and I plan to trust me I want to I love to watch tv ain't nothing wrong with it but my million dollar coach he told me this if you if you check your bank account and your bank account is not where you want it to be you don't have time to be watching tv and I shared this with my siblings and they laughed at me but it was so true because if I would have continued to just binge watch tv and and watch all of these things for hours and hours at a time and continue to scroll social media for hours and hours of at a time I would have not gotten nominated to become an elite coach you have to put out what you want to receive so the investment that you make will always be a greater measure than what you sow. You cannot reap a harvest where you have not sown a seed. You cannot reap a harvest where you have not sown a seed. You cannot reap a harvest where you have not sown a seed. You just can't. It's as simple as that. As simple as that. If you are planting and sowing bad seeds, what do you think you are going to get? If you are sowing seeds of laziness, if you are sowing seeds of procrastination, come on, Rhonda, people want the prize, but they don't want to put in the work. If you are sowing seeds of laziness, if you are sowing seeds of procrastination, guess what you're going to get? You are going to get more seasons of laziness. You are going to get more seasons of procrastination. And what did the word say? Greater measure will come. Why do you think if you're lazy and you procrastinate for a few months, those next three months is going to be like, oh, I can't get up. I feel like I'm just drowning in procrastination. And not only that, you're going to begin to attract those type of people to your life. And then people knock on your door, people show up in your life. And she like, girl, let's come on and get some popcorn and let's go watch these shows and binge watch these shows. And then you like, oh, I found my person. I finally found my person. No, you ain't found your person. What you did was attract the seeds that you were putting out you were putting out seeds of laziness and procrastination and what you did you you planted those seeds and that person found them found you and attached themselves to you and now you thinking that you got a connection but you ain't got nothing but a trauma bond yeah in proverbs that was a word right there that was a word right there. You are planting seeds of laziness and procrastination and here come a no good bleak, bleak, bleak in your DM 
talking about some let's do some Netflix and chill. And then you get him in your house. And the only thing that he want to do is Netflix and chill. And he don't understand your vision. And he don't understand you want to go to school. And he don't understand you want to step out on entrepreneur. And he don't understand that you got to get up and work that midnight oil. And he don't understand that you got to go in and that you got to put in the work. You maybe wanted to work on a book, but he want to lay up and he want to play the game. But I'm trying to put in work. Because I attracted you in a season where I was lazy and in a season where I was broken and in a season where I didn't have my identity. So you ain't even my match. But then you get your mind right and you get your mind together and they trying to leech on to you, but they still in that same season of laziness and procrastination. What type of people are you attracting in your life? What type of people are you connecting yourself to? Who are you attracting? Stop crying and talking about God. You keep sending me bad fruit. No, you keep putting out bad seeds. I know what I'm attracting right now. I've already attracted enough bad fruit. Right now, I can guarantee y'all my husband's going to be a millionaire. I can guarantee you he's going to be a prayer man. I can guarantee you he's going to be a man of God. I can guarantee you the type of seeds that I'm putting out right now. I already know. Because these are the seeds that I'm planting. And so if anybody else show up looking like anything other than the seeds that I have already put out, I'm going to have to return back to sender because you cannot dwell here. If any other friends show up other, looking like anything other I'm not talking about you always got to show up just right because you can tell somebody's heart. You can tell their drive. You can tell their potential. I can preach a whole message on that, but I'm getting off. I'm getting off. I'm getting off. I'm getting off of subject. So let me get back because I see right now we're at 807. So let me just get back to the word. If you are putting in work, if you are waking up early, staying up late, or whatever it is that you're doing, I'm, I, I, I don't always get up early, but I know sometimes I do stay up late. I know days I'm putting in work. If you're making the sacrifices, if you're putting good into the world, if you're giving back, like I said, don't get this confused if we got business owners and entrepreneurs on, because I know that we do. I'm not saying give everything you got for free. That's not what I'm saying. But putting good in the world, sowing seeds when God leads you to do that. Putting good into people, putting a good word into people, dropping, pe dropping in people's inboxes, um, encouraging them if they're going through something. It has to come back. It has to come back. And the scripture says that it will come back greater. Don't y'all stone me for what I'm about to say. I watched Kanye West's documentary. I did. I sure did. Don't stone me for what I'm about to say. It was a very good documentary. I liked it. His mother, she said to him, if anybody does anything for that long, 
and that much and it's that good they can't do nothing but go over there and blow up they can't do nothing but go over there and blow up what are you sowing what are you putting in the ground if anybody does anything for that long and that good and that much they can't do anything but go over there and blow up what are you doing? What are you putting in the ground? It's going to come back even greater. So are y'all with me on tonight? Are y'all following me on tonight? Come on, y'all. Say something in the comments. Drop some fires. Drop some hearts. Are y'all with me on tonight? Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Is this helping y'all? Let me know if this is helping y'all on tonight. Come on. Come on, y'all. After this message on tonight, man, I'm telling y'all, if y'all don't dominate the rest of this year, it's on you. It's on you, bro. It's on you, sis. It is on you. If you don't, yes, I'm so happy you made it, Darlene. I am so happy y'all made it. This is probably one of the deepest Bible studies. I keep saying deepest. I'm from the South. I'm from the South. But um, we. this is probably one of the Bible studies where we have like so many people on tonight. It's a small number to some, but it's a big number to us because it, it normally just be us, you know, but we, I'm so glad to have y'all on. I'm so glad to have y'all on. And I'm so glad this message is helping you. We are almost done, y'all. We are almost done. There is another important principle that goes with this. This is the one that I was speaking with my coaching client about. This is the one, this, this is a second half of it. It's not going to be long, but it's going to be right. So like I said earlier, I was speaking to one of my coaching clients. This is how God gave me inspiration for this message on tonight. She was super frustrated because she had been consistent and she was doing what she needed to do, but her products was not selling. And she shared with me that she was super frustrated. And I was going to text her back, but I sent a voice recording because she had to feel what I said. Say, girl, now, if you want to be this boss that you say you want to be, if you want to be this entrepreneur that you say you want to be, she's still working, but still, you know, you can still be a boss. You can still be a business person. If you want to live this life and be this millionaire that you want to be, you're going to have to understand this one thing. In the, in the seasons where you put your seeds in the ground, that's not going to be the same season where you eat. It's not going to be the same season where you reap the harvest. It's not. I explained to her that in the seasons that we sow the seeds are not always the seasons where we reap the harvest. When the farmers plant seeds, they don't expect to wake up and reap the harvest the next day. When the farmers plant the seeds, they don't go outside the next day expecting to reap that harvest. They understand that there is a process. And that's that word that we don't like. We don't like that process word. We don't like that process word. Yes, the season you sow is not the season that you reap. There is a process and we don't like the process word. This wisdom that I am about to share with y'all is just as, as important as the first half of the study. It's important. When you plant seeds, 
We talked all night about planting the seeds. We talked all night about it. We talked all night about planting the seeds. When you plant seeds, it takes preparation and consistent care to get a bounty for harvest. It takes preparation. What else? Consistent care to get a bountiful harvest. Patience is the key word, Jess. Patience. There are seasons where you won't be walking in the promise. I know y'all like that song. This is my season for grace, whatever, for favor. This is my season to read what I have sown. And then you sang it every day. You sang it every month. I love that song. But that song don't tell you about the process. That song don't, my mama just got on. Y'all must be spreading the word on tonight. But listen, they don't tell you about the process. They don't tell you about the process. The wisdom. When you plant the seeds, it takes the preparation and it takes consistent care. There are seasons where you won't be walking in the promise, but instead you will be planting, you will be sowing, and you will be watering your seeds. What does that mean? What does watering your seeds mean? What does it mean? Because we can plant the seeds, but are we watering the seeds? Are we waiting well? Are we watering the seeds? Are we waiting well? Or are you being angry and bitter and making an investment and sowing a seed and saying, God, I don't did all of this. God, I don't gave. God, I don't invest it. God, I don't help such and such. God, I don't did all of this and I still don't see nothing. That's not what you call watering the seed. Watering the seed is planting the seed. Come on, where my roots at? planting the seed, working that field and going back to make sure. Yes, water your seed and wait well. Going back to make sure that everything is still what it is. It's going back to pray over that thing. When the last time you prayed over that seed? When the last time you said, God, I made the investment. God, I did what I needed to do. But God, it's gonna be on, on, up to you from here on out, God. When the last time you watered your seed? Some of this, this is for relationships. I'm not talking about no good people, but I'm talking about those people that God has connected you to. When the last time have you watered the seed? You may water a seed and then tomorrow you want the person to change or you want the relationship to get better. But when was the last time you watered the seed? Again, I am not talking about no good people. I am talking about God sent people. I am talking about people who God has placed in your life. This goes for relationships, platonic relationships, as well as relationships with your friends. How many of you know that friendships need to be watered? You see the glitz and glam on Facebook and social media but you don't understand the crying behind the scenes. You don't understand praying and asking God for direction and clarity behind the scenes. When was the last time you watered your seeds? You have tithed and paid tithes and you're still angry and frustrated. You're not waiting well. You're not waiting well. Seeds don't grow overnight. 
It takes time and some dedicated watering to help them sprout. Amanda, get ready because we're about to close and I'm going to um, need you as well to help pray on tonight. Y'all prepare your prayer request too. We're going to be closing really soon. Seeds don't grow overnight. It takes time and some dedicated watering to help them sprout. This is a good one. Also be sure to prune or, you know, cut those dying branches. So when you're planting those seeds and you see that the things are not bearing fruit, then it may be time for you to start doing something new or trying something new. So you can stop pouring your valuable energy into something that will not take you anywhere. You can plant the seed, but how do I know that this is a bad, this is bad, this is bad ground, this is bad soil, because you've waited and there's no fruit being produced. It may be time for you to cultivate. It may be time for you to ask God for direction and clarity. The worst thing that we can do is keep pouring into something that God is trying to remove us from. Amen. So lastly, lastly, this is the last thing. Last thing I want to share with you guys. Last thing. Last thing I want to share. Harvest at the right time. Harvest at the right time. Harvest at the right time. All the preparation and the care that you're putting into the garden, it will yield a wonderful bounty of fruits and vegetables when it's time to harvest. When it's time to harvest. When it's time. When it's time. When it's time. Some of us get impatient and we go try to pull things from the garden that are not ready to be pulled on. They are not ready to reap the harvest. It's not time. It's not time. It's not time. So don't try to awaken something before it's time. That is the worst thing that you can do. Don't try to harvest too soon. Amen. So I, I pray that this word blessed y'all on tonight as much as